Welcome to HopeNet Radio, connecting generations to save lives from destructive lifestyles and suicide. Suicide was definitely something that was on my mind a lot. I wanted the pain of life to just stop. My dad is kind of verbally abusive, and he's also a workaholic. When I was hanging around with a bad group, I got raped. I was angry with God for the longest time. A couple weeks ago, my cousin hung himself. I really need to get closer to God. I just slipped so far. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. This is the show where conversations save lives. This is HopeNet Radio. Jeff and DW, your hosts, join the conversation on Facebook and Twitter at HopeNet360. And you can email us at hope at HopeNet360.com anytime on the show or the podcast. And always remember, you can share every single show on our podcast at HopeNet360.com. Dave, Kyle, and Todd also in studio tonight. What up? Hey. It is good to be with you guys tonight. How are you guys doing? Good. It's been a good week, and it's starting to warm up, and I'm getting super excited for summer because it's like, always winter, never Christmas. (laughs) At least that's how it feels around here this year. It is. I love it. Yeah. I don't like that it's all it's all like mucky outside. Like everywhere I step, I, I sink like three feet yeah, in the this mud. Yeah, this is like it's it's called, mud season. It's, it's like, called the muck of hope. Yeah. It's okay. like it's like getting warm, but it's mucky and it's yeah. disgusting. And I just yep. like a couple more weeks. Muck of beautiful. hope. We call this mud season, and there's no spring up here in the north. No, Have you ever notice that? No, it, not it like lately. Goes from it, in my life, all my years here, I've been here in my 40, life, <laughs> forty-seven some years, and and I'm thinking, you know, it seems to go from winter to summer, and we miss that one season somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the students was telling me he's like, oh yes, you know, down in Florida they were planting petunias in February. I was like. What? Huh? Yeah. What? Why? Why would they do that? That's really silly. <laughs> no kidding. For all I know, a platunia is a bomb. I have no idea what a platunia is. Platunia? I don't think I don't that's what, what I said. Platunia? It's it's a a boat ski. I think that's where. <laughs> I don't, wait, what, what are they planning a boat ski for? Yeah, I, don't know. I, I was thinking pontoon, but you know, yeah. platunia is a flower. A platunia. Oh, I think that's what I think that's, they're, still they're, don't know what it is. I think they're the fruit. The fruit of that plant is. A platoon is <laughs> to get off the peep thing. Yeah. <laughs> Still, that's amazing. I mean, a platoon is a group of people. Actually, like what in I the want military. I want people to do is if they if they hear this, I want them to are they pro peep or like against peeps? <laughs> yeah, because Dave, Dave seems to think that nobody in the world besides me likes peeps. Well, let's just take a survey here, Todd. Peeps. Okay, no, no, no. no. You Tough guys are all peeps. biased, biased, biased. <laughs> I'm talking about people that are actually humans. <laughs> Whoa. So you guys and, who and are listening, are, oh man, help me out. And at least crushed. one person comment on crushed. our comment and say, yeah, I like yeah. Right. You know what that. It'd be Jeff, really can funny. we have a vote online somehow and, and come up with a result like a poll? A or two? It'd be really funny. I think we can do that on Facebook. <laughs> all right, let's figure it out because we got to settle this thing once and for all. I promise this. If a majority of the people say that they like peeps, I will not mention it again on radio. No, no, no. There's no way a majority of the people are. I'm just saying there are people. So I would you say, just said there's not a way that a majority I would say, of people would I would say, this. this is what I would say. Yeah. I would say 30% of people like peeps. Well, I would say maybe a little bit even more. Majority is like 70% of people. No, there's no, no, no way no, no, 70% no. 51, of the people. 51. 51%. Uh, okay. <laughs> 51. In politics, that's yeah, not that's majority. It's a majority. 
it's that's a simple. weak majority, but that's it's a still weak majority. majority. Yeah, it's like a, it's like you know a politician. If you get fifty one percent, you're you're saying I smeared him, man, and myrtleized him. Yeah, but then yeah. He, that's not true. You, that's what what? myrtleized him? What myrtleized him? I, I am, I am willing. Word. I am willing to say there's a vast majority of fifty one percent. We'll say that like peeps. A vast majority yes. of fifty one percent. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mean anything? You know, we'll have to do the poll. I'm going to go on everybody's Facebook and vote yes. No, I'm just going to hack Facebook <laughs> and go onto our page and vote yes. Here, here's a yes, question. stop by HopeNet360 on Facebook, and you can comment on our status. Let us know if you're down with peeps. Tonight, our show, stuff that sounded better in my head. And I think that word, myrtleize, I think that sounded better in your head, Dave, than it did coming out. I don't I know. Think so, peep, peep. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, peeps, we've talked about some of these things. Last week, if you missed the show, just a great conversation. We, we've been talking about dreams a little bit on the show. A couple weeks ago, uh, we had some audio from the very first, the actual Palm Sunday. So if you missed that one, uh, that one was, I think, uh, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think we can spill the beans. That was just us. So I know we've been kind of holding you in suspense on that, but <laughs> I don't know what it you're was talking just about, us. Jeff, <laughs> yeah. I don't know sure what you're talking saying. about. Are you what? lying, Jeff? What? We are <laughs> talking about lies. I don't know. <laughs> we are talking about lies today. <laughs> yeah. We are talking. Yeah. Interestingly enough, thanks, Todd, for the intro on that. I think we should do another one soon. That'd be fun. That yeah. we can definitely come up with something. Um, but I'm wondering, guys, we're talking about stuff that sounded better in my head. Have you ever had something, whether it was an excuse, you know, trying to get out of trouble, or something that just sounded better in your head? And when it came out, when it, you know, when it happened, uh, it fl- it just totally failed. Yeah, I remember one time in <laughs> in Driver's Ed, I had all these notes like for all the answers and everything because I was one of the kids that studied for Driver's Ed. <laughs> and <Nice>. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. moron. <laughs> so I'm in class, and he, the teacher calls on somebody to answer, and I had it all like shorthand, like I had it abbreviated, so I could write as little as possible and have as much information on there as you I have could. Your little fingers. I do have little fingers too, but that's Shorthand. that's totally beside the point, Dave. Relevant. So right. <laughs> totally relevant. <laughs> so anyways, he called on me and I looked at my notes and I just spaced and I tried starting to read my shorthand sentences like three times. And oh, it no. just came it just came out like Glub, 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 glub. <laughs> it was like, well, it, it made more sense in my head, okay? Yes. So, and then everybody laughed, and it was all right because I got my license in the end. And then I found nice. $5. Just kidding. There you go. I didn't find $5, but it makes That's, the story end better. It does. It always Do does. Do you think that we are constantly trying to just um, manipulate things in our head to make things work the way we want it to or give an appearance the way we want it to be? Oh, for sure. Is this manipulation actually a lie, or is it just human stuff? I mean, if you don't present things the way they really are, is that really a lie? Even if, like, you're not trying to present it wrong necessarily, you're just trying to make, like, a better impression than Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be? I remember um, my daughter was was selling a car. I probably told this story before, but she was selling a car, and I basically put it on Craigslist for her, and I listed everything on that car that was wrong with it, everything. Hmm. And she called me up after I put it on Craigslist, and she said, hey, Dad, who's going to buy this thing? I mean, hmm. you listed everything that was wrong with it. In fact, she said, you said very little that was good about it. You know, and I said, no, you know what? I, I put it on Craigslist the way that I would like to read it if I were going to buy it. You know what I mean? I would mm-hmm. like to know everything that's wrong with it so I can understand what I'm getting into. That's yeah. all. And, and what mm-hmm. she was saying is, Dad, 
you know, we could tell the truth without telling all of that. Hmm. And I thought, well, yeah, no, yeah. Did you ever <laughs> think that? I mean, it's like, yeah. we could tell the truth, but not, like, tell the truth. Oh, totally. But we could tell the truth. So is it a lie to just not have all say the something. information out there? Well, that's what we're saying. I, I mean, yeah. I think it is. Like, let's say this, Todd. Let's say you came to me and you wanted to buy a guitar from me. And okay. you're a music guy. And I knew something was wrong with this guitar, but it was really hard to figure it out. Really hard to see it. But I didn't tell you about it. I just told you about all the good qualities, all the things that were true about the guitar. But I didn't tell you about this one thing about it. Now, I don't even know if that's appropriate in the guitar world. But let's say I just didn't. And then you bought it. You know, And I'm thinking, man, what a good boy am I. You know, I did not mm-hmm. lie. I just didn't present the whole truth. Now, if I would have presented the whole truth, that might have changed the price or it might have changed your opinion about the guitar. But I didn't. But, but everything I told you was right about it. Mm-hmm. Is that a lie? Well, it's not the whole truth. So, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Interesting question. I have a question about that, too. Like, we don't always have to say everything we're thinking, though, either, do we? Because because no. I know I think some things I'm like, whoa, I probably shouldn't ever say that. Or Do I look fat in this right. dress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do you that one? I, well, you, you, look, uh, <laughs> you look in that dress. <laughs> you look good. Yeah, like and your and your, your mind, face looks really nice for somebody that's you know five thousand pounds. You look good, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, you know what Proverbs twelve twenty two says: lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I think what's interesting. I think we need to go back to the Bible and look at how the word is used because it's kind of interesting. You know, I wouldn't say that I lie, but that's because I'm defining it. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? What if I what if I'm I do think it's important to tell the whole truth. I'm just Okay, but it was just a question, you know, like is not saying everything. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to unwrap this more Jeff mm-hmm. down in the mm-hmm. next segments, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think so. You know, there's always things that just sound better in my head whenever I'm trying to do a project. It seems like there's always something that just happens to come out better in my mind than it does actually on paper. So join the conversation. Get over on Facebook and Twitter at HopeNet360 or email us at hope at HopeNet360.com. Tell us about something that sounded better in your head and also let us know what you think about Peeps. We're going to pick up this conversation when we come back here on HopeNet Radio. Are you hurting? Stressed out? Need somebody to talk to? Chat with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at HopeNet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Welcome back to the show, Jeff and DW, your hosts tonight, talking about stuff that sounded better in my head and ideas that maybe you had in your mind that... When they came out, it just facepalmed. And uh, so, you know, get a hashtag facepalm going. 
DW Jeff, your host tonight, Kylan Todd, in studio with us. And guys, before we went to the break, we we're kind of talking about lies, ways that we either deceive other people or we tell white lies. You know, does this dress make me look fat? Uh, kinds of stuff. Are you wearing a dress? And so yeah, I think that's probably like the worst question that one of the guys can get <laughs> asked. Yeah, I uh, think so. I don't know. There's, there's very few that kind of get to that degree of uh, reality. <laughs> if you will. Well, you know, I, I think that's a tough question to answer. I think people give us tough questions to answer. First of all, is there a climate of honesty, you guys think, in our, in our country? I mean, do you really want to know what people see or do you want to pretend? I'd rather know what it is for real. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know? really we, we live in this environment like we're always wondering what people think, aren't we? Yeah. Wouldn't it yeah. be nice if you knew what they were thinking? Uh, I don't know. That would be that would be dangerous. Okay, well, so that would be really... why would it be dangerous? Just lay that out. Why because would it be dangerous? there would because that's kind of what I was you know asking about before the break was telling the truth. Do you always have to you know expose everything you're thinking? Because there's a lot of things that people think that would really hurt other people, and it's best. I think not to say anything just because you're a musician, Todd, and you actually are a good musician, so you can tell when people are on key or not. So somebody is singing in front of you and they're really messing up. Mm. Do you ever tell them? I think there is a point. I remember one time when I was doing sound and stuff for a group that came in from the inner city and when they came to camp and they had a. Um, they called it SBR Idol, and so they asked me to be a judge. I was like, you guys don't want me to be a judge. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we want you to be a judge. Why don't you be the judge? And this one kid got up there, and he was, like, singing all over the place. And, um, I mean, he had a pretty good voice, but he was switching keys right and left. And it got done, and it got time to judge, and everybody else was like, oh, that's really nice, you know, and stuff. And I, I told him, I was like, that was a little pitchy, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. See, it was, was hard for you. It was hard for you to actually say what was going on. I mean, I I wonder sometimes in people's lives if, if we have abandoned truth so much that we hurt people by lying to them about mm-hmm. what, what they're experiencing. In some ways, you know, we always we talk about the other side of the coin, too, where our generation has kind of become this narcissistic, all-about-me-pleasing generation in some ways. Not every single way. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's all gone to the fan in that degree. But I think there's a lot of, when you look at the Snapchat generation, the I generation, you know, the selfies, you know, all this stuff, there, there's kind of this, this hint of narcissism. I don't know if it's a subtle hint or if it's pretty strong when it just depends on, I guess, who you're watching but so when you couple that with the ability to lie or to deceive or to paint a picture that maybe an elaborate picture of who we are uh, that's where kind of the deception lies in today's generation so do you think that that if i'm lying that i'm lying and i just i'm so self-centered that i know it's more painful to tell somebody the truth in a way that they understand it and understand that i love them so it's just easier to lie it could be that, or it could just be that it's it's not glamorous. You well, know, if I'm going to tell the truth, it's really not that glamorous. It doesn't make the headlines, well, right? Let me uh, let me uh, back up a sec because I think I'm talking about you know just always saying what you think. Now, if somebody asks me what mm. I think, then I think it's very important to be honest and tell them what you're thinking. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's always necessary to. I always air my opinion. Proverbs talks yeah. a lot about that. You, you know, though, if somebody right. asks you your opinion, let's say it, it, there's a, a young guy that, you know, a 10-year-old boy that is just starting to play the guitar, and, and he's really lousy at it right now. But he asks you, how am I doing? I would gauge it on how okay. he started. Okay. You know now, what I mean? That's wisdom. I mean, you're saying, would that, you're not going to lie to him and say, 
You know, how many parents are telling their kid they're playing a song on the piano and saying, you know what, you're the best piano player that ever walked the planet? That would be a lie. Yeah. Because, like, if there was, I mean, I could tell him based on how he's played before, like, you are really improving. You're really doing well. Um, but I'm not going to say, like, you're doing awesome because I know <laughs> there's other people that can play a lot better than me that could easily, like, when you get the whole standard thing, you have to gauge it on where they've been, not where other people have been. So because, you're going to be truthful, yeah. but, but yes. you're going to do it in a way that is both encouraging and right. uplifting, but challenging. I mean, yeah. if that, somebody was to like, you know, gauge how he plays based on like J- how Jimi Hendrix plays, you'd be like, "Listen, kid, you're no good." You know, but that's not mm-hmm. the. That's not. The, you're never gonna make. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would not say that's lying to tell him he's doing well based on where he's been. Yeah, but I mean that's the difference. I mean, I, yeah. how many uh, kids are playing the piano and Grandma walks in and goes, "Boy, I just got to sit here and listen because Beethoven couldn't play better than you." You know, <laughs> I, and it's it's you know what they're trying to do is just encourage. I understand that, uh-huh. and I would never get yeah. on Grandma for doing the encouraging thing. But yeah, but I would encourage Grandma to tell the truth. You know, you, you don't have to say you you play better than Beethoven. I mean that that unless you're talking about that dog Beethoven. You know, but you you don't have to say that. You you can say like. Wow, for your age, my goodness, you're really developing into quite a piano player. That's different. You're not lying at that point. And really, I think we've gone overboard on the pat somebody on the back thing. It's kind of funny because I hear you guys talking about that. My parents were like so opposite. I'd be like, Mom, I want to be a professional football player when I grow up. And she'd be like, that's not going to happen. Start dreaming (laughs) something else. You know, like my parents were the antithesis of like patting me on the back and saying like, that's what, but at the same time, it made it so much better when I was good at something and they told me you're good at this. It meant something. You know, I really did. Did you ever watch like, um, and I've seen it like twice, but. The American Idol thing, where the the they're just trying to get on it in the early stages. Oh, the terrible, yeah, yeah. There are some really it. terrible, terrible, terrible songs yeah. that come out of people. Really, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm wondering about because before the thing, they interview them and they say, "Yeah, my grandma, my mom." No my doubt, I'm getting on I the was show. Going to yeah, be American Idol. I'm going to win the whole thing. And somebody told them that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting I th- there going, a "Sick joke." Yeah, yeah I, like- I am thinking, has anyone loved you really? And, and because. <laughs> Somebody who really cared about you would have said, you know, perhaps you should be a welder. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not – is it evil? Because if I want to sing, and, and I'm not gifted at that, and my voice isn't good, and I can't carry a tune, is it evil for somebody that loves me to tell me that I shouldn't be singing? I mean, is that an evil thing? No, that would be brutal honesty. Yeah, but I mean, now the I can remember are, I had a good friend who said, you know, you probably shouldn't take up singing for a profession at one point, and it was like after a worship service, and I, I was like, kind of completely embarrassed on it. But honestly, I'm moving past that still. Uh, anyway, I just I think there's sometimes we really want, and I think that's the hard balance is we want encouragement. Because sometimes there are people around us that are always with a critical spirit and they're, you know, whether it's a bully or it's just somebody who is jealous of you and your abilities. Uh, there's always someone who could be speaking lies through a critical spirit. There's also people who will try to, quote, tell you the truth also through a critical spirit. And those voices are, you know, they become negative and they become ones that we try to avoid in our lives. So that's kind of a delicate balance. I don't know. Yeah. Is, does that make sense? I, I think if, uh, you know. I think the the overall principles in the Bible need to kick in. In other words, if I want to love God and I want to love a person, let's say I'm, I'm listening to Todd do something, 
and, and I want to care for Todd, do the best I can to help him be the man he should be, then what I want to do is craft what I say so that he hears it, not so that he puts a wall up of defense. And, and I guess my great fear is we have done so much with patting people on the back that just to try and encourage them and, that, and lie to them that now if there's any real honest criticism out there, mm-hmm. it looks like they're negative. You know, and and now we can't fix anything. For me, I think, too, that um, it depends on who it's coming from. Right. Like, if this is somebody that has credentials that is proven they know what they're talking about, then... I really, really appreciate constructive criticism. Otherwise, it's kind of like, you know, the criticism, I can take it or leave it. The compliments, take it or leave it. Because, you know, if they're if they have no credentials to prove that they know what they're talking about, I'm just like, well, okay, thank you, or, you know, just whatever, you know. You know, I- Yeah, but here's also here's also why we do this show. We're part of what we're trying to do is open the conversation between parents and teenagers and young adults. And oftentimes what I hear and I've experienced this myself is you got a parent who is really, really passionate about their, their young person succeeding and they push them in such a way where it's like, it almost seems like, you know, I love you, but, or you're really good at this, but, and it's always that like never good enough mentality. And so in that, it's like, I don't want them to lie to me, but I honestly want to hear something that's truth. That's like, it, it actually like builds me up. It's not always like, you know, a critical or, or this is how you could have done it better kind of a thing. I don't know. That's, that's what I hear. So you guys may have had a different experience growing up, but I've heard young people that that's one of their complaints about parents. It's, it's like, they're like, they're proud of me, but they're, you know, they're excited with me, but, and how do you work around that? I guess I'd like to hear from you guys too. get on Facebook and Twitter at hope net three sixty, And, uh, there's always things that we want to say or do say that we wish we would have been able to take back or, or just do differently in our lives, or maybe could just avoid a lot of pain in our life. So if you need to chat, remember you can chat with a live coach anytime tonight or during the week at hopenet360.com. We're going to take a break here on the show. We'll be back with more here on HopeNet Radio. We're connecting parents with their teens in real conversations that save lives. HopeNet Radio on Q90FM. This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Welcome back to the show. HopeNet Radio, the conversation that saves lives. Glad that you've joined us tonight on the show. Jeff and DW, your hosts, talking about stuff that sounded better in my head. And guys, I'm wondering... So lies, I kind of, I think we need to define this a little bit more because we've been talking about some, maybe some fluctuating terms here. But what if it's a little lie? Is it still a lie? Yeah. If it's just a little, like a little lie, Kyle, yeah. just a, I think call it white lie. Yeah. How's that still a lie? I mean, what, what if it really doesn't matter to anybody? Just like say I'm a weightlifter and I, and you say, can you lift 300 pounds? Oh, sure. It's really 299. Is that a lie? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, my wife always catches me on that. And me too. I tell her I round it off. Yeah, I, I, that's what I do too. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I'm the master. I think of little white lies. I think I'm the almost the, like. There'll be times where, when I was playing lacrosse in college, I would have a great game and I'd score like four goals and I'd have like two assists. And I'd go home, and my dad'd be like, "How many goals did you score?" I say six. Yeah. Six goals, three assists. 
You know, and like I, I had a good game. I didn't have to lie about it, but like I wanted to even make it seem better than it actually was. Yeah, yeah. you know when I played football, in and college? then like someone will even like correct me and say, "No, you only got four. I was like, "Oh, really? I thought I had six. Yeah. You know, like I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I had six. What's You're the big right. deal? You know, like I would do something like that. What, the point is, I'm really good. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Six, six, four, same thing. Yeah. What was the difference? I'm still awesome. You know, live, my, my wife does not like when I do that. But when I was when I was in college, they lied. A Christian college on oh, my man. weight and height. Yeah, you know, and I looked at. It, I said, "Well, I'm not. I'm. You know, I'm not quite that big." And they said, "Oh, you were when we weighed you." <laughs> no. Said, yeah, you know what they did? They would weigh you in full clothes and gear and everything, and then, yeah, and then put it on. The, and well, you do weigh that much. Yeah. At the time, I was like 185. They got me down to 205, <laughs> nice. and I'm going. How'd you get 205 out of this? This is great. And six two. I'm really just a hair under six two, but they said, "Oh, you're close enough." Oh you know, man. Like, Round, rounding up. Yeah, and I thought, well. I guess that's how they do it. So now, when I look at football programs or any program, I think they're all lies. We've joked about B.J. Raji running a 4-5. Four, 4-5, five. Four, five, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and you saw the real time. What, what is it? It was a 5, I think it was a 5-4. Yeah, and I'm still saying Oof. no, it's a 4. You know, he runs a 4-5. So <laughs> what is my point? He's big and he's fast, by the way. Yeah. You know, five four for someone that size is still fast. It's yeah. fast. But but see, I'm making it 4-5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that, so somehow I don't see that as a lie. You know what I mean? But but it really is. Yeah. It really is. Because it creates a culture. Little yeah. known fact about me, I can actually lift 300 pounds, guys. I don't know if you know that. Um, but one time I had to With take... Your breath. I, no, I had to take six boxes, 50 pounds each, and move them across the room. So I literally lifted 300 pounds. Way to go, man. That, yeah. That's a smooth transition into a lie. Right? <laughs> I think it's, it's totally true, though. I can tell well, people it, it, I lifted 300 pounds. Yeah. You could. Let, let, let me ask you this, though. <laughs> what does a culture what, what does a culture that accepts as normal white lies, what is the effect of that on a culture? I think you look at our culture. Okay. <laughs> How it is. I think that's, <laughs> I think that this, this, is, this is what our culture has become. Right. And you know what? We tend to lie to ourselves even. Like we were just talking about like when people criticize. And I think sometimes... When people criticize us, we tend to lie to ourselves even and go, uh, he hates me. Yeah. He hates me. He, that's, he has to hate me. Otherwise, he wouldn't say that. We lie to ourselves and convince ourselves that someone that actually cares and loves you hates you. So you actually lie to yourself? Oh, totally. I absolutely do. All yeah. the time. I, I'm, I'm afraid I do, too. In fact, I think I'm the best liar to myself. Yeah. Because I would yeah. feel terrible. Three of you guys, if I lied to you, I would feel terrible about it. I would have to go confess it to you, say, like, I lied to you, intentional, or even if it wasn't. Yeah. But I can lie to myself, like, every day. Mm. Yeah. And, and no and I problem. I don't give a rip. Yeah, you me too. I mean? it's like, I'm the same way. But that's evil. I mean, I need to be able to call sin, sin, don't yeah. I? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I start... You know, the Bible tells us that Satan is the father of lies. Mm. He's the father of that stuff. I would think that as a Christian, I need to run as far away from this lie stuff to myself, little white lies. I mean, does the verse in Proverbs that says lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, does that include white lies? (laughs) Yes. Especially since the only reason I'm telling a white lie is to make you look at me. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to be better in your eyes. So I'm trying to make that about me. Mm-hmm. There's, we're going to be miserable creatures if we don't clean that up. I, I think yeah. we're going to be miserable. That's the byproduct. That's where I wanted to go with that. What other kind of lies are there? I mean, white lies are interesting. Well, there's broken promises and that, oh, you know, don't start. people who make <laughs> commitments and don't cash in on them or don't follow through on them. That's actually, I think it's a really big one. Well, let me ask you this. If Kyle asked me to be somewhere at 8 o'clock in the morning, 
10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, whatever. And I show up 10 minutes late, and I said, yeah, I will be there at 11 o'clock. That's when we agreed. So I will be there at 11, but I show up at 11.10. Did I lie? Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm already justifying that one. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. totally. So do we justify lies, and then, and then we become a culture of lies? Do you guys trust, you younger guys here, do you trust politicians? No. No. Do, no. About as far as I can throw Jeff, them. do you trust politicians? Uh, well, it depends on what I'm trusting them for. I can trust them they're to just make decisions a, that I don't agree with. They're just speaking on <laughs> television, and you take what they say as truth. Hashtag not no. political. Thank you. Is that a lie when you don't answer the question? I think it's it's what Todd said. It's There are things that I need to say, and there are things that I just don't need to say. Yeah. Would it be better? Let's say I asked you that, Jeff. Would it be better to just say, I don't want to answer that? Well, uh, that's very true. I could have, I should have said I don't really want to answer that, Dave. Please don't ask me yeah. to do that again. Yeah. I would be actually because we're friends, so I'd be cool with that. It's like, yeah. okay, he doesn't want to go there. Don't ever yeah. ask me that again. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's one of the things. Again, that's the cleverness of lies. What we want to do is politicize it. In other words, I'm going to say something that makes you understand that I think what you said was probably acceptable, but I am not going to say anything bad. You know, I'm going to try and put myself in a light. Hmm. I love it when a politician gets asked a question. They just dance around the whole thing. They don't answer yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I think? My The lie that I dislike the most is the lie, <laughs> we're all winners. Oh, That's yeah. so far from the truth in every way. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, really yeah, think the world believes that, though. No, I don't think the world believes That's that. That's why though. it's a lie. It doesn't resemble anything in real life, but I mean, I know they try to do it yeah. sometimes with sporting events with you know younger kids and stuff. Well, you know what else? Yeah, I, I, I know. mean, I'm watching an advertisement, and and someone says, uh, I forget what, what what company it's for. They say you deserve faster internet. And You're I thought, right. I do deserve faster. And I thought, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're right. I, I'm looking at never my wife. Thought going, of that. I never really put that to my head. I deserve this. No, I'm, I'm thinking, who's buying this? Who is buying the deserve thing? You know what I mean? Me. It's like, I, I, know you, I know you just made me feel really good about my life and, and, and the world should revolve around me. So, so I'm feeling really good about that. But it's a lie. Yeah. Why would I deserve it? Just yeah. because I breathe and I live in America, I deserve it? I, I don't get it. And, and is that okay? Is it okay to lie on, like, advertisements? No, I, it's not right. That's why it's, I don't know, there's a lot of advertisements aren't really worth listening to. I was watching yeah. once, and they were they were showing how they were advertising a, a, a sundae, you know, an ice cream sundae. And, and it was not ice cream. Mm. What they had was they had, like, white Crisco oil to look uh. like. But, but it looked like ice cream when you looked at it. And then they would they would have all this fake stuff on it so that the ice cream mm. looked perfect. And then they took a picture of it and put it in the menu. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, is that lying? What would be wrong with taking a picture of the sundae? Yeah. I'm right. not sure if I've ever seen a burger that actually looks like the one on the menu. They're always <laughs> smaller. I have. They're smaller. I have. They're a little bit more so mushed is that together. Lying, though? Yeah, is that, totally. Is that Totally mush. You know what I think? That goes with a broken promise lie. Oh, because a you, mushy burger is a broken promise yeah, for sure. Because they don't advertise it that way. They don't say like, "Bite into this burger; it's going to give you one sad reaction." You know what I mean, <laughs> they, they don't do that. What if they were to go? It's going to be a terrible burger, and it's a really good burger. Yeah, that would be a lie too. <laughs> yeah, that's now, like, I know. I know some of these things are taste. I understand that. I mean, some people like certain things certain ways. And, you know, that's fine with me. But but when they craft a picture. That isn't really, and, and you know what's even weirder is we as a culture know they're doing it and we accept it. it yeah. It's like, Ooh, that I know looks it's good. Like that. 
But I'm going to order it anyway. And it comes and it looks like, are you kidding me? I didn't you know. got to get that picture in front of you, man. I didn't know they put berries on Crisco and called it ice cream. They, they do. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, I, I, I think that. The, the result of these guys. lies are, are shaping a culture that's really not going anywhere. It's really sad. And, you know, lying goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. The very first people who took foot on this earth. I mean, that was the first sin, really, was deception. It was they were deceived. And then in their deception, you know, they basically lied to God. It was the devil made me do it. You know, it's kind of that excuse, making an excuse to rationalize. And I think every single one of us is guilty of that. Anyway, we're going to talk more about working through the process of lying or not lying and forgiveness and all this good stuff. We're going to pick this conversation back up when we come back here on HopeNet Radio. Feel like nobody cares? We do. HopeNet360.com has an online crisis chat line powered by Groundwire. A live coach is available to talk right now at HopeNet360.com. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show tonight. We're being crazy in these breaks sometimes. The second half of our show, thanks for joining us on the show. If you missed us earlier, if you missed the first half of the show, make sure to check out HopeNet360.com. After the show, we'll post our podcast later on. And this is the show where conversations save lives. We've been talking about stuff that sounded better in my head. Things always seem to sound better in my head. I don't know about you guys, but... I'm a guy, and I think a typical problem that every guy faces, being able to plan something out and then completely blow it. I don't know. I mean, it can be anything from asking a girl out on a date to, you know, building some kind of a treehouse. There's always something you miss a nut, and the whole thing just falls apart. And uh, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Share your story right now at HopeNet360.com slash tell your story or Go to HopeNet360 on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you there. So, stuff that sounds better in my head. Goodness, there. I don't know where to start on that. I think that you know. I think that the issue is always we're trying to make it about us. I remember two times very distinctively, and when I was younger in college, and one was right after college. I just bought a motorcycle, and there was this girl I was dating, and and it was a, a Kawasaki 250 Enduro. It was for woods, and I went out and I popped a wheelie in front of her to impress her. Lost control and ran her over. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not... That wasn't how, how have we never heard the story before? How have we never heard the story before? Ran her over? I ran her over. Like... Yeah, ran her over. Her legs were oh under no. my tires. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh. So, you know what? The, Did she break it up? It worked out a whole lot better in my head when I was doing that wheelie. Did she break up? Actually, no. So no, I was charming. We wow. charm you and yeah. run you over with a motorcycle. You are yeah. smooth, dude. Yeah. You, you know another one. Another one that happened. I my the, my wife today. She she wasn't my wife then, but she was up here in the winter, and I was driving a snowmobile, and I thought, man, I'm you sure. ran her over. No, no, no. Oh. But, but I was going to say, I'm going to show her how cool I'm. You know, I'm going to just go by her and wave and just gun it and look like really a cool guy. You know, going by yes. her. Yeah, and so I gun it. I hit a tree stump under the snow. Oh. I go flying off this thing into the snow. 
Unbelievable. That's better than running her over. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's much better than running her over. That worked out a whole lot better in my head oh than my it ever gosh, did. That's great. For yes. real. It, oh, there's yes. a third one. It wasn't with a girl, though. Uh, this is with one of the guys that's the chairman of our board uh, right now. He's from Texas. And he, he bought these new snowmobiles back then. They were Kawasaki uh, 440s, which back then was pretty cool. And, and we had a couple we had a couple of John Deere like workhorse ones. Uh-huh. And they were 440s. And, and uh, he came up with these slick ones. And I said, it has nothing to do, man, with the machine. It has to do with the driver. You know? <laughs> and, and, you know, one of those things. There's a lie right there. That's but, like a classic jerk thing to <laughs> say. I know. It was, it, and so he challenged me. So we did, we did this elaborate thing. Went out in the field, and we plowed it a track so that we could race. First lap, I, I, I went around the corner. This thing flipped about... <laughs> Ruined the whole snowmobile. One lap, oh, no. I was done. And, I'm, and here I am talking about the driver. You know, it has nothing to do with the machine. It has to do with the driver. Oh, we can believe all kinds of lies, you know? Yeah, it, totally. What, what's interesting is that, that there's a time of reckoning for everything. I mean, When I, you I, run over your girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you know, yes. here's what I'm thinking. What I've learned through the years, besides not to you know pull wheelies and that kind of thing, but... God's always right. It, it, you know, I can't be all about me and my impression about somebody. And that's what lies really do. We're, we're trying to impress somebody in a way that either keeps us out of trouble, makes us look better. It, we got to get away from that because we can't have real relationships if that's all we're doing is this yeah. pretend stuff. And, uh, and I've had enough of that in my life. I think every man has. We want to give an image of something. And we have to be careful to understand the image is going to break. One of the best things I ever did here at camp was have a real open book policy, a very honest policy. In other words, someone comes in and says, I want to see what you're doing with your money. Here, look. Yeah. I want to see all of it. Look, it's there. You know, you can see our 990s. You can see what we're doing with our money. Uh, I want to know. Here's my checkbook. You see what I do with my money. I mean, I don't care. Mm-hmm. What I found is that if you're really honest like that, people trust you more, obviously. They yeah. begin to include you in their relationships. And, and they don't start rumors about that. Right, because there's no substantiation to it. You, you can go look at it. You know, people don't come to Silverberg Ranch and say, I really wonder what you're doing with your money. We'll show you. Yeah. Now, it, it kind of takes everything away from it then. Like, oh, well, we're trying to accuse you of something. We're not really doing that. We're actually going to show you what we're doing. We're going to be honest. I think in relationships, we have to do the same thing. We have to be able to. When, when I got married, my dear wife said, for better or for worse. And, and believe me, she's been tested on that one. But sometimes physically, I've had some really, really interesting physical times where I've almost died from things. She has been faithful. To better and worse. I mean, yeah. and I tell you, we're all going to count on somebody's word someday. We're all going to count on it. In the minute you, you get older, you get where you need help. And, you know, people said, I'll always be there for you. We're going to count on those things. And, and we need to be able to. And Christians should think before they speak. And once they say something, they should uphold it. <laughs> because that's what we've done. Or they need to go back to the person and say, I'm sorry, I cannot fulfill this obligation. Here's why. And get their, uh, you know, forgiveness for doing that. And then we would begin to craft a new world out there mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but but lying all the time you can you get to the point you think you guys were where you've lied enough and you start actually believing the lie i mean you actually yeah. believe no, it now? Totally. i've done that a couple different times yeah what's interesting is satan is not only the father of lies but he's a deceiver yeah when you think about deception what is that being led to believe something that's not true yeah but really believing it's true Mm-hmm. So, so let's say this, Todd. Let's say you were being deceived by something. Okay. How do you get out of that? 
I mean, how can I get you out of that? Because it, the, the truth is, you actually believe you believe in the truth. But it's a lie. That's the most powerful thing to destroy people in the world, is believing a lie and believing it to be true. You better have a method. Everyone that's listening to us, you better have a way to check out what you believe and to see if it's true. Yeah. Because if you do not have that, you're going to be in trouble because you can actually have uh, generations lie to you. you. You can have politics lie to you. You can have anybody lie to you that wants to use you. And, and eventually you could believe it. There are people out there, believe it or not, that they don't think very much of themselves. They believe the lie that they're worthless. They believe the lie that they have no future. They believe the lie that they're an accidental blob of protoplasm. Mm-hmm. They believe that stuff. Yep. That's a lie. Yep. See, and, and once we start believing lies, we are in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan is known as the great accuser. I don't know. Is there ever an example in the Bible where Satan has ever taken responsibility for no. something? No. It's very indicative of lies in general. I think there are probably two ways that I can see why people would actually lie, because I think that's a big question. Why do people actually lie? You know, if it's just easier, if, if it solves a lot more problems, if you just tell the truth, why wouldn't we all just want to tell the truth? Why do we have to lie? Why do people lie? Why, do, why are there ways to do that? And I think one of them is definitely a safe face. We have a, a self-esteem problem, you know, a narcissistic generation where it's, it's about me and making myself look good. I think it's also about blame shifting. You know, so instead of taking responsibility for your actions or your inactions uh, or something uh, or to make yourself look good, it's to put that put the blame or the responsibility on somebody else. And Satan never once took responsibility for his actions. So what makes us think when we put blame on somebody else, we're not doing the same thing that Satan did. And you kind of get the picture of where these lies come from. Yeah, you you nailed it, Jeff. I mean, really, Satan doesn't want to take responsibility, and and the way he works is by trying to get us to not take responsibility as well. It's never our problem. It is the oldest lesson in the Book of Job. God comes to him and says, "Who is it that gave you counsel without wisdom?" You know, he could have said, "My three bum friends." Yeah, <clears throat> he didn't. He said, I spoke of things I did not understand. And that's one of the major points in that book. He he took responsibility for what he believes. Picture Mm. it this way. One day I stand before God and God says, why should I let you in my family? Why should I have eternity with you? I said, because my grandmother said if I did this, 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 and this, I'd be there. And my mother (laughs) said it. And my sister said. And then God looks at me and says, well, they were wrong. (laughs) Now what do I do? See, that was a deception. You better yeah. have a way to check out what you believe. That, that's all I'm saying, because otherwise you are going to be trying to live a lie and convince people of lies rather than living the truth and enjoy life. You can't enjoy life if you're telling lies because you're always afraid somebody's going to find out the truth. Yeah. Hmm. There are a lot of generations, I think, too, of people who have come through and parents, grandparents, there have been things that have been built on legends or on outright lies themselves. And I'm kind of going to ask the question now, and I want us to maybe answer this in the next segment, but do you think it's ever too late to tell the truth? That's the big question in my head. Is it ever too late to tell the truth? Weigh in tonight, HopeNet360 on Facebook or on Twitter, and let us know what you think. We're going to pick this up when we come back here on HopeNet Radio. If you're going through something tonight, a live coach is waiting to talk to you at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at hopenet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Welcome back to the show, the show where conversations save lives. This is HopeNet Radio. Glad that you joined us tonight on the show. Things that sounded better in my head. And tonight, specifically, we're talking kind of about lies and in some way anger because 
lies when they when we get found out. Uh, unfortunately, it, it can turn into a big embarrassing thing. So either way, one of the reasons that people do lie would be to save face or to shift blame and responsibility. And we've been talking about that, guys. Telling the truth is it? Do you guys think it's ever too late to tell the truth? I don't think it's ever too late. No. And, and, you know, I think I appreciate when somebody comes to me and says, you know, I've been living a lie, but here's the truth. And, and right then I want to, you know, freedom. Them. I want to help them totally. My mind's running to scripture and it's running to Second Timothy. And, and what's really interesting about that is that the Apostle Paul starts to talk to a young man, Timothy, and he starts to dismantle the lies of the culture. And let me just read a passage. The end of the second chapter, he says, so flee youthful passions. How many young people out there think that they can't do that? Oh, yeah. That, that they have to live yeah. it with these youthful passions. So what, Timothy, what, the, what Paul's saying is, I want to tell you something. You do not need to be somebody who lusts after every woman, Timothy, that walks in front of you. You don't need to do that. Yeah. You know? And he says, what do you do? He doesn't leave. He says, pursue righteousness. And then he says, pursue faith, pursue love, peace, along with those who call in the name of the Lord. He's saying, look, you're not alone. There should be people out there that do this thing right. And one of the most interesting things he tells them is to stay away from youthful passions. And, and I can imagine people listen to us saying, oh, that'll never happen. No, see, that's a yeah. lie right there. And, and in fact, he says in verse 23, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome. You know, we quarrel, we argue because we want to be right, we want to look right. We'll even lie in a quarrel because we want we'll to We'll also fabricate facts. You know, we'll make things up just to make ourselves sound right. Yeah, we will. So we probably shouldn't talk about peeps again, guys. <laughs> no more peep talk around here. Until, we see, the, until we see the Thanks. survey. I see what you and then there. it goes. I feel, I feel yeah. kind of convicted, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. And then it says, correcting his opponents, Paul saying, Timothy, if you're going to correct your opponents, do it with gentleness. That's what we were talking about earlier, Todd. I mean, do you need to say everything? No, what you need to do is be truthful and have a goal. I want this person to love God, walk with God, be the best they can be. And I don't think you just spill everything all at once on them when when you do that. I think like God, when when I read the Bible through, there are every year, and and reading it through again this year, and every year there's things that strike me. And I'm going, where did I miss that? No, it was God's, he was quiet last year on it. It wasn't that it wasn't there. It said you can't pile you know, here's the 4,000 things, Dave, you need to learn before you die. I mean, that's not what he does. And, and so it says gently. And the goal says that God may perhaps grant them repentance, which I love. It's like, here, the goal is not to win a silly argument. The, the goal is really to bring people to where they belong. And then he goes on in chapter 3, and that's where I wanted to get. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, mm-hmm. unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving God, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. And then he says, avoid such people. For among them are those who creep in the households and capture weak women, burden them with sins, and led astray by various passions, always learning but never arriving at the truth. And he lists two people. He says, just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also oppose the mm. truth. Wow. You see, what happens is uh, Satan lies to us. We begin to believe it. We begin to lie like him. We begin to actually believe that being self-centered, that being lovers of self, that loving money. You know, I, We believe that loving money is... It, it, you know, we call it responsible. We don't call it loving money. Mm-hmm. What Jesus says in Matthew 6, you know, you can't love both God and yeah. money. You can't do that. 
So, so it's interesting. Now, either God is telling us the truth, or we're telling the truth, and God's a liar. And I know where I land on that one. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, this is the deception <laughs> right. smasher right here. I mean, the Bible comes to us and basically is saying, look, you know what I love about uh, the book Second Timothy? And I want to encourage all of our young listeners to go read it. I mean, read it several times, the book of Second Timothy. Paul's in jail here. Is his last words. And if you read the first two chapters, Paul keeps saying over and over again, Timothy, you know I'm suffering. You know I've suffered. You know I'm going to continue to suffer. I am recruiting you, Timothy, to take my place. It's quite a life I have. What did he do? He didn't lie to him. That's what he didn't do. He said, man, if you're going to really love God and walk with him, Satan's going to show up. And he's going to throw every dart at you that he can. And Timothy, I know you can do that. You know, I used to love when my dad did that to me when I was a young man. I mean, several years he would come up to me at camp. I'd be working here all summer. I was way above my head in what I was supposed to do. But he'd look at me and go, Dave, I know you can do this. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of hours, but I know you can do it. You know, I did it. I did it. Not because of the fact that I was a noble kid, but I had this older guy that didn't pull punches, a guy that loved me, and I knew he loved me, and he said, Dave, I need you to do this, and by the way, it's going to be costly, and I know you can do it. Boy, I did it. There was no doubt. And, and that's what I think truth is. It, it's not, you know, Dave, you can go up to camp and work all summer, and it's really a piece of cake, mm. and man, you got a lot of social life, you get to do all that. I never heard that. It was like, no, you're giving up your summer. No, you're going to do this. You're gonna, and by the way, other people aren't. They're going to go do this and this. You're going to. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for being honest. Uh, very important to see, I think, in, in, as we're talking about truth. We're talking about truth. We're talking about lies. We're talking about stuff that sounded better in my head. And there's, you know, there's always a reason that we think is a good enough reason to tell a lie, whether it's just a white lie or it's breaking a promise, saying you're going to be somewhere and then not showing up or canceling for a last minute for who knows what reason making something up i think one of our one of the best suits that any one of us guys can have is fabricating you know this the whole story of the fish story comes to mind where you know i caught a fish this big and then all of a sudden it's like longer than you are tall and so these tales that we tell to make ourselves look better you know whether it could be a bold-faced lie just something that's just you know outright lying a yes that should be a no a no that should be a yes you know these these kinds of things and i can only pity people who tell lies i pity myself whenever there's a moment where in my past where i just think of oh man i wish i wouldn't have said that because it breaks relationships it it brings deception into the picture and i don't want to be known as somebody who's a liar or a deceiver you know when someone categorizes you as that when they call you a liar that's not something we want to be recognized as no no that's something that's like a title that Ooh, you can't be trusted right and I, i remember as a kid my parents didn't always punish me harshly it was oftentimes they would just say you know what Todd your trust level went down and it was like that was like a stab in the heart because I was like oh my parents you know can't trust me trust is a big deal when we start understanding that when we say the truth they can't get us you know if somebody comes up to me I when I talk sometimes believe it or not these guys can might verify it I can spit you know, when I talk. Me too. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm and so you don't want to sit in the front seat sometimes when I'm Splash talking. Splash zone. Yeah. And someone will come up to me after a message and, and say, you know, you know, you spit. I go, I know. <laughs> I do? I, Did you hear I, what yeah, I was saying? Yeah, yeah I know that. <laughs> and, and you know what? Immediately, it ends. No, hmm. Nobody does anything after that. It's like, oh, yeah, he knows it's the truth. Okay. Admitting the truth is important. And, and it, even if it's a flaw, I mean, it's very important. Yeah. I've been around since the starting days of camp, and there's few of us left. And there was this lady, she died recently, who was here. And someone was asking us about what happened in the early years. She said one story, and I said another. And we looked at each other and laughed. <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing is, the person We're both saying, liars. Yeah, the person looked at us and said, so who's uh-huh. lying? 
And we both laughed again and said, you know what? We're old. I don't know, man. This is what we actually remembered. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we lied here. I, we just don't remember it. So and, much and, for the eyewitness testimony. Yeah, But yeah. you know what's interesting is because we admitted that, nobody was upset. I mean, it was like, you know, I'm sorry. It's like I, I saw my father-in-law. He's uh, in his 80s. And, and uh, I think it was he it might have been one of his friends. But, but they had a shirt on. And we used to go snow skiing together. And the shirt said, with a skier going downhill, it said, the older I get, the faster I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I thought, yeah, isn't that the truth? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't even mind talking about how fast he was now because he at least knows he's doing it. And if you talk to him, it's not like you said, I'm going to make myself faster. It's just, I tell you, as you get older, sometimes your memory fades. And I'm asking young people, be, be a little gracious to some of the older people that are trying to remember something. And maybe they can't even remember it. I'm not sure that's a lie. They're trying to remember something, and they can't. Mm-hmm. And and so they're saying, boy, I think we did this or we did that, and, and you hold them to it, and maybe they can't remember it. So be gracious on that one. Yeah. And likewise, the older people need to be gracious when the younger people are obviously involved in something, but they don't get it yet. Yep. You know, we need to be able to figure out how to move them to where they can get it. Yeah. And uh, and once in a while, my wife will tell me, you don't remember this vacation or whatever. No, and I say, can we get the album out? You know, <laughs> maybe it'll refresh the memory. Yep. You know, in other words, I know we did it. Yep. I just don't remember what we did. And And instead of making fun of me, by the way, which is painful if you can't remember something. Someone goes, what, are you dumb? You know, it's like, <laughs> no, I can't remember. Yeah. You know I mean? I really don't remember it. We, we need to live in a world where, where we decide. You know, I can't make everyone say the truth, and, and I can hardly make myself do that. But we need to live in a world where we decide yeah. to live in the truth. And if you can't remember something, say you don't remember, or tell me you're exaggerating, or be truthful when you're talking. Yeah, you know, grace is one of those things I don't think the world knows how to do it. And unfortunately, that's the reality, and that's also a reason why we tell white lies. Eventually, we, we're going to become a compulsive liar, either a compulsive white liar or just a compulsive bold-faced liar. I don't know. Either way, it's still a lie. The unfortunate reality, the sad reality is every single day, another young person takes their life. And I believe it is exactly the reality that there are lies that young people believe that get them to do things that are self-destructing, costing them their own life in a decision that they weren't even thinking about you know weeks ago and so if we can and if we can point out those lies and help you discover that those voices aren't really from god himself i think we're going to find some answers in this we're going to wrap up the show when we come back here on hope net radio love hope net radio stay in contact all week long at hopenet360.com this is Hope Net Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Welcome back to the show where conversations save lives. Jeff and DW wrapping up the show with you tonight. Kyle and Todd, I think it's been a deep conversation. It's been a fun conversation. You know, we're talking about a heavy topic. I think you're that- lying. I, I'm not lying. I, I think it's been a really fun Liar. conversation, truthfully. But hook me up to a lie monitor, would you? And let's just test this right now. It's called uh, a lie detector test. Lie first yeah, a lie detector test. I yeah. want to take one right now because I am absolutely stoked. And I'm not lying when I tell you you can go and download this show later tonight after we're done here. And uh, find the podcast. Share it with your friends. We would love for you to get connected with us. We're also hanging out at HopeNet360 on Facebook and Twitter. So hop on there if you're on your iPhone, your iPad, or something. Uh, get on there message us let us know if you like peeps you know when we look at our life and we're looking at why we come up with some some dumb ideas i don't maybe ladies this doesn't really apply to you but us guys are really good at fabricating things in our mind that sound really good in our head and oftentimes it's it's an excuse or it's just what we thought was a good idea and it totally tanked and we'd love to hear from you too so visit hope 360 on facebook and let us know your story here and say that this affects the ladies just like us 
I'm I don't know if it's as way. bad, but maybe I'm, I'm just being I, modest. I mean, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Just like women don't poop. I mean, that's just a, a truth that everybody knows. <laughs> let's let's, I let, went there. let's change the topic. So no. moving on. Let's go to a different topic. <laughs> You're talking about peeps. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about peeps instead. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That sounded better in my head than when it came out. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you it did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'd love to hear from you on the show tonight. So, guys, uh, as we wrap up the show tonight, um, you know, there it's such a deep topic. I don't think we've even scratched the surface, but the reality is, we hope that someday we're going to be in a place where we don't have to worry about lies anymore. It is hard because what we have is perspective, and perspective uh, hmm. is something that changes for everybody. The, the problem it's is limited. that yeah, it's limited, and God does not have perspective, and that's the difference. God, wow. when he sees something, has no perspective involved, but Dave Wager does. So if I really want to see truth, I need to go to God, and I can see it. Yeah. That's crazy to think about, like, that God has no perspective or yeah. no opinion on right. something. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Right. And we do, so Which, it affects us. What that means, he's yeah. the standard. He, you have to go to him. Right. So, guys, we kind of wrapped up in the last segment talking about there are just some lies that we all believe at one point or another in our life. Some of us have been living a life that's been rooted with some lies, some self-defeating, maybe self-fulfilling prophecies or self-defeating prophecies, if you will. Um, things that we just believe kind of like, you know, winners never quit. You know, I don't know if you guys have heard that phrase, but I think there are some things in my life that I had to quit. I'm not working at the same job I started when I was 16 and I'm now working today and I'm not planning on doing the same things you know, tomorrow that I'm doing today, if they're not working. So some of these mantras that we believe in our mind aren't exactly all rooted in truth. I, have you guys no. found that? Do you guys have anything that you've looked at in your life and have kind of questioned if it's really true or not? We have to choose carefully who we listen to. Hmm. Yeah. And when I was growing up, you know, I got cut from a no-cut baseball team. And I was in a wheelchair for a while and several things. And you know what? My parents and my brother and, and my leader at church, you know, my youth group, they were very positive with me and et cetera. But the world was pretty harsh hmm. at that point. I had to choose which one I was going to listen to. But more than just choosing, because you can't just say, well, I'm gonna, this guy says what I like. And, and Second Timothy 4 goes into that. You, you can't just pick people who say things the way you want it. What you need to do is find the people who love you enough to be truthful and start listening to them. And, and the truth that they have to have is God's truth. They need to be people who are in the truth and listening to God who doesn't have perspective or opinion. And, and really, when I was younger, that's what I chose. I chose to listen to my mom and my dad and my brother and some other people that love God. And today, I'm glad I did because they were right and the world was wrong. If you're going to listen to lies, look out. I was feeling really bad for myself for a while. I mean, like I was, a, you know, be put on this earth to punish my parents and give them somebody who is really non-athletic and not good looking and chubby and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it was like, why do they have to put up with this piece of garbage? And, and I actually thought those things in my head. Hmm. But then I would listen to them talk and it wasn't that talk that I heard from them. So I had to choose what am I going to listen to when I was young. And I chose to listen to those who, who actually had a standard of right and, and, and were truthful and loved me instead of those that lied and told me I was a worthless piece of garbage because I couldn't right. play baseball. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it's important that you, you understand you're going to listen to somebody. Listen to somebody who's listening to God. That's all I'm asking. I think that's it's wise counsel for sure. But even with Job, he had three guys around him who thought they were giving them the best advice that they possibly could. And I think the reality is, is when we are, whenever we trust in people, 
we have to understand there's always going to be the opportunity and the possibility that they're going to let us down and they're maybe going to say something that hurts. And it's not necessarily, it may not even be from God's word. I've met people, well-meaning Christians, and we even talked to Dan Herod a few weeks back about his loss and his family and what people had said to him at that moment. And well-meaning people, they just said the, probably the dumbest thing they could possibly say in that moment. And it's because we're human. You know, and, and so it's because of this first thing. We went back to the Garden of Eden and talked about Adam and Eve. And the very first problem, the very, I mean, the root of sin really was rooted in deception. You know, as soon as they gave in that temptation, then they had to cover their tracks and they had to, to shift responsibility, put blame on the serpent, put blame on the woman. It fostered an environment where there's no responsibility taken. You know, parents, I think we all need to be open to saying, yeah, I messed up. I, I said something I shouldn't have said. That wasn't right. It wasn't true. It was something maybe I felt in the moment. When I when I was a youth pastor, I think the hardest thing to come to grips with was, and Dave, you talked about this too, when you found a student who had told you a lie, when they had tried to maybe cover their trail or save face or you know shift blame on somebody else's responsibility, the hardest thing as a leader is to have to deal with someone that you love who you found out has told you a lie or has maybe built up a story based on lies. And I think that's the hardest thing for anybody. Have you ever wondered the question, why people have to lie to you? Why do you think people lie to you, especially as a leader? Yeah. You know, I think, again, it's all about me. Uh, when I'm young, it's all about me. I want to I wanna give the impression, whether it's true or not. And then I live my life in fear that people are going to actually find the truth. You know, it's really cool to know that there were people when I was in a wheelchair and I couldn't play baseball, they still loved me. Mm. It didn't matter. And there were people that ignored me because I was such a bad you know, person in their site for not being able to do that. You know, conversations save lives. Contact us at hopenet360.com, and, and, and there's a, a live coach that, that'll talk you through some things. But, you know, the bottom line really is I needed to know what the Bible said myself. Yep. I needed to be responsible because, yes, every human being has a capability of being swayed by perspective, swayed by lies, swayed by... I needed to know what the Bible said. Mm-hmm. Young people, older people that are listening, whoever is listening, you go to the Bible, read it, and and start to understand it in context. Don't just pick pieces of it. Start to understand it so you can get a profile of who God is and what he says, and you will find that he's right and that he loves you. You'll find this, that he's older than you and smarter than you and loves you. You can trust him. I've said that a hundred times, and you can do that. But he's the only one that has the absolute truth on everything. The rest of us are working towards it. And we need to understand that and be gracious as we do that. Yeah, young people, I think it's so important to realize, number one, it's not too late to do the right thing. Maybe you've told a lie, maybe you've built up a reputation based on lies. It's better to pull the straw out now than to wait for it to come crashing down later. And no matter how good those excuses sound in your head or how good the lie is that you've fabricated to tell somebody why something didn't go the way you'd planned on going, can I just encourage you, those lies, the things that don't sound so bad in your head, or if they sounded better in your head, if they're lies, let's just pull the straw out. Let's just go and tell the truth. It's so far less painful at this point than it will be if you continue to build a reputation or build a story based on lies. And there are many people, even in high power positions, you hear of CEOs who lie on their resume to get into it, that profile job. Honestly, when people find out that you're a liar, it's really hard to break that reputation. And it's better to do it now than to do it later. So we're all going to mess up. We're all going to make mistakes. And I want to encourage you, though, if you've told a lie, 
don't beat yourself up about it. Every single one of us are liars. We're all people who have, who have dishonored God and disobeyed what he had said. But don't give up hope. Know that there's always hope. And those lies that come in, the, the great accuser, Satan, will come up and he'll bring up those lies again and say, look, you've lied once, you've lied twice, you've lied three times, you're done. Three strikes, you're out. And you know what? That's totally not true. God sent his son to be in your place to take that punishment for you, that you can have hope in him in eternal life, that you're forgiven. So those lies tonight of self-defeat, self-destruction, cast those things away and go to God and talk to a live coach. You can chat with the live coach right now, filter through some of those things, but trust God is perfect. He's allowed a way. He gives us grace when we don't deserve it. And that's really what grace is all about. And if you want to learn more about what grace is and a relationship with God, visit HopeNet360.com. Click on the Talk to a Live Coach button. For all of us here on the show, thanks for joining us. Grab the podcast later at HopeNet360.com. We'll see you guys on Facebook and Twitter at HopeNet360. And, of course, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Bye. bye.